Hi, thank you for coming to today's podcast. My name is Fernando. I am an alcoholic and your secretary for this meeting. Let's go ahead and open it with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Reading from Keep It Simple, July 23rd says, Don't talk unless you can improve the silence. Lawrence Coughlin. Do I talk too much? Most of us wonder this sometimes. There are some ways to find out. Ask yourself these questions. How much do I know about the people in my life? What do they think and feel? Do I listen to them? Do I often feel that I say too much? Then ask a few trusted friends these questions. Do you think I talk too much? How well do you think I listen to you? Silence helps us listen to ourselves, to others, and to our higher power. Prayer for the day. Higher power, help me enjoy the silent moments in my day. Action for today. Today, I'll think think before I speak. (laughs) What do I really want to say? I remember the old days when I used to practice that pretty good. And I had a good conversation with wisdom. Wisdom, I guess it was the Spirit of God. And we talk and we listen before we speak. It's pretty good. That was in the old days or the young days. Now it just it just flows like water, just opens up. I'm shifting gears here. I had um I had a little three by five card and I put it up on my dresser and it said I am easily and happily hearing God's voice. I am easily and happily hearing God's voice. I wonder if God, uh, he talks too much. Do you wonder if God talks too much? I don't think so. He just talks in very uh, small, you know, couple of words. When I can settle down and ask God and when I'm in, in, I want guidance because he's promised he'll give us guidance. Like, for instance, I'm in charge of, uh, I volunteered to cook and help with the barbecue on a Friday night AA speaker meeting. I'm in charge of bringing the plates, the spoons, the condiments, the napkins. One week we run out of forks, the other week we run out of napkins, and then we run out of water. And uh, so every time we run out of something, I said, fire me. One time I I forgot the coffee. I tell them, fire me. And one of the tall guys, one of my good best friends there in the program, he's got about 32 years, he said, Oh, Fernando, we're very forgiving around here. That gave me a belly laugh. And in other words, try it again, Fernando, try it again. But I heard God this morning. I'm also putting music out there. We have the speaker system, so I'm in charge of the ordering the microphones and uh and the speaker system and we play music before and after so i'm trying to find music that bill w listened to you know when he was running all over the place speaking in the 50s and the 40s 
Uh, he was here in the 60s. So, uh, and I asked God, I said, what would God, what music would he have? And I stopped and I listened and I heard Hoggy Carmichael come up. Like Hog Carmichael, Hoggy Carmichael. So I said, huh, let me go ahead and put in a search engine in Pandora. Sure enough, Hoggy Carmichael came up. I've been playing his music and it's, and it's something that plays in the background. It's jazz, it's upbeat, and you don't have to think about or be singing any melodies and so forth. You know, it's not. So it's very pleasant. So that's what I'm going to be playing for the meeting before and after. And it, it, made, me, it made my life simple. So um, getting back to that little 3 by 5 card that says... I am easily and happily hearing God's voice. I am easily and happily hearing God's voice. I have it here and there, and, and it goes deep in the heart. So I encourage you to practice that, to listen to God's voice and dialogue with your wisdom, which is common sense, which is really God in our, our and what a treat, what a fabulous treat to have that, you know, to, to rest a little bit and then ask God. Because he says that he will guide us in every step of the way. If we acknowledge him, God, I need your help. You know, we, we don't want to choose wrongly. We want to choose and we want to learn to move forward. All right, moving shifts, shifting gears here. I'm going to be reading from a book called Courage to Change, meditation book. It's an Al-Anon book. Cool. A miraculous change has come about because of my commitment to the program. I have discovered that I have a sense of humor. Huh. When I came to these rooms, I never cracked a smile and resented anyone who did. I couldn't understand all the laughter during meetings. I didn't hear anything funny. Life was tragic and serious. Recently, I was sharing about a series of events that I had found extremely difficult. It had been one of those weeks in which everything seemed to go wrong. The odd part was that now that it was over, I found my traumatic tale incredibly funny. And so did most of the others at the meeting. More than any other ch change I have observed in myself, I find this the most glorious it tells me that I see myself and my life in a more realistic way. I am no longer a victim, full of self-pity, and bent on control of every aspect of my life. Today, I can take myself and my circumstances more lightly. I can even allow joy and laughter to be part of a difficult experience. Today's reminder. If I take a step back and look at this day as if we're watching a movie... I am sure to find at least a moment where I can enjoy some comic relief. <clears throat> Ethel Barrymore was quoted, You grow up the day you have your first real laugh at yourself. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, uh, <clears throat> I, had, um, I stopped driving truck because my back hurt, so I had to quit the union job for the... Uh, the, the union to, told me to do that. And when I went to go for unemployment, they said, no, you quit. <clears throat> so I said, 
so then I was directed by someone in the program to go and and sign up for uh, Fox Studios or Central Casting or something for background work. I told you this story before. I had to go across town and make a deposit. I didn't want to go, but I was wondering if it was God's voice. You know, just that, wait a minute. We're working the program year after year after year, and we're supposed to be hearing from God, right? So I was wondering. Huh, so I, I couldn't take a chance on that. I said, I better go. It might be God's voice. Who knows? I may become another machete, machete, trejo, and have my own trejo tacos, Fernando's tacos. So I went over there, and I made the $25 deposit and so forth and so on, and everything came out in a few background uh, episodes here and there. And... Um, the funny thing about it, I was a little discouraged because of uh, I was making quite a bit of big money in truck driving. You know, big old fat checks and everything. All of a sudden, I have no checks. And so, and I'm thinking, this little rinky-dinky job here, and I filled, I filled the application with contempt. But I saw something in one of the applications. I thought it said $64 an hour. And I said to myself, wow, $64 an hour. I had just more double my wages. This, this is the, and then I figured, well, if you only work one day a week, they pay you good so you can come back. That was my thinking, guys. I know. It was minimum wage, but I didn't know. I, everything would happen so fast. So they started calling me, and I went down there and so forth. When I, three weeks later, I believed it was $64 an hour for all the days that I had worked there. And when I got my first paycheck, I was surprised and I was shocked. I called them up and I said, hey, you guys short me on my check? And they said, why did we short your check? Well, I work here eight hours and only got 64 bucks. And they said, yeah, it is, it's $64 a day. I thought it was $64 an hour. And then the silence came by. And, I, and then I said, you must get a lot of people calling you. And the lady says, no, about one every 10 years. (laughs) The point was, is I was spending money like I had $64 before I got my check. I bought me a NBC Studios jacket, you know, and a a cup and at this studio place. And I'm acting like the big shot. I ended up losing money. Anyway, the point I'm making is I had fun in that place. The next time they called me and went down there, I just determined to believe I was getting $64 an hour. So once I determined to believe, it was easy because I already had believed it for three weeks. So when they called me for another one over there, I went as happily as can be to this one scene called uh, How I Met Your Mother. And it was a, a, a New York scene where they, the people were in the airplane with heavy-duty um, jackets. So I got a heavy-duty jacket, went down there, sat in the airplane. and uh, But before I got there, I went into the wrong hangar. And I walked in like the boss, $64 an hour. And then there was a cook there. And he was uh, cooking steak and eggs and stuff for the people. And I, I said, I'll have some breakfast. And they fixed me up really nice and everything. And 
And finally, I got to talking to some of the Asian people there, and we started talking, and they said, well, what role are you playing? I said, well, I'm in, uh, you know, How I Met Your Mother. And they said, well, that's the wrong hangar. You're over there on that side. Oh, <laughs> thanks for breakfast. I left, went over there. But after a while, when I stopped working there, I mean, after a couple of weeks, all of a sudden, this check started to show up in my mail automatically. I didn't do anything. When I was denied unemployment, the uh, industry over there has a good connection with the unemployment. And I registered with them. And as soon as I stopped working, they sent information to the uh, unemployment. Unemployment started sending me checks and checks and checks on top of checks and oh man it was a good deal when i went to work they adjusted it for me everything was fine everything was good it was better than i could do for myself being in the program and i still believe that i got 64 dollars an hour and that brings another point how easy it is for us to believe so I believe in the in the process of the AA program, the 12-step program, the Al-Anon program. I believe in the results. I believe the words take life for themselves. You hear them over and over again. Easy does it, but for the grace of God, more will be revealed. Keep coming back. This too shall pass. Live and let live means laugh and enjoy your, your life. Amen. Okay, 24-hour little book says, AA Thought for the Day. We who have accepted the AA principles have been faced with the necessity for a thorough personal house cleaning. We must face and be rid of things in ourselves that have been blocking us. We therefore take a personal inventory. We take stock honestly. We search out the flaws in our makeup that causes our failure. Resentment is the number one offender. Life that includes deep resentment leads only to futility and unhappiness. If we are, are to live, we must be free of anger. Am I free of resentment and anger? Amen. Meditation for the day. Keep in mind the goal you are striving for, the good life you are striving to attain. Do not little, let little things divert you from the path. Do not be overcome by the small trials and vexations of each day. Try to see the purpose and plan to which all is leading. If when climbing a mountain you keep your eyes on each stony or difficult place, you keep your eyes on the climb, how weary is your climb. But if you think of each step as leading to the summit of achievement from which a glorious landscape will open out before you, then your climb will be endurable and you will achieve your goal. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may realize that life without a goal is futile. I pray that I may find the good life worth striving for. You know, one of the reasons... When I'm confused, I'll go ahead and sit down and relax and wait for inspiration and to fill my cup again. Um, 
And sufficient for today are the uh, answers. Answers. Sufficient for today answer. I went on a walk this morning around 6 in the morning. Get back to my regiment, right? Saturday's my day off. I just watch TV all day long. So I get back into my regiment today and get out there. And my body did not want to go. My body says, screw this. So finally, I started walking, and I started being thankful that I could move my wrists, I could move my toes, and, you know, you start that way, and then start generating gratitude. It wasn't long before I saw uh, a little drive-in dairy. You drive in, you get your milk and bread and whatever, and they had out there $790 million in the lottery. So I sit in front of that, stretching. I'm stretching and I'm looking at that. And then I'm saying, I received the $790 million. I said that out loud. And you know what my soul says? I'm, I'm not big enough to receive it. It says, you know, we can't conceive it. So there you go again. Um, and I thought about how I felt. And I kept saying it to myself and then relax. So you can handle it. You can handle it. You can handle it. And then I kept walking, and then when I bumped into a, a guy on a bicycle, he stopped and he asked me for a dollar. I didn't have any money on me. And I said, uh, I go, there's plenty of jobs out there, man. He goes, I go, God will help you. And then he says, he hasn't done anything for me. He needs to help me. I'm, I'm retired. I'm disabled. And then I said, I said, Leek, you look perfectly well. You got glasses. You're healthy. You got a nice bike. You got all your limbs and everything. Goes, you can do a lot of things. And then he says, I'm, I'm, I'm mentally ill or something like that, he said. And then I said, well, I'm mentally ill, too. I just won $700 million. And, uh, but I don't have a dollar. <laughs> and I walked away. The point I'm making is, I hope he didn't steal my dream. One dollar stole my $790 million. Because after that, I, I had to go through the whole process all over again. So, you know, God does say in his word, if you get an idea or a good word that, that Satan comes to, to, to snatch that from your heart, from letting it settle in your heart. If you get a good idea that you want to recover and you want to stay away from alcohol and drugs, anger, uh, fornication, gambling, you get a little idea and you hold it in your in you, and then the enemy will come and try to snatch it from you. So what you got to do is you got to write it down. You got to think that you're going to say something else. Don't talk about your your project. You know. Protect those words of progress. Protect those wonderful words of moving forward and being, see yourself forward. Amen. And then if you fail, keep doing it. Say, thank you, God, I failed. Get right back on the horse again. Get right back on the horse. Ain't no need to keep failing. This business works. AA works because God is running it. And God is helping us to achieve things on a daily basis, minute to minute. Okay, I'm moving, moving forward now. I'll be reading the daily reflections. Helping others. 
Oh, today is July 24th. Sorry about that. I read all yesterday's stuff. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers depend upon our constant thought of others and how we may help meet their needs. AA page 20. Self-centeredness was my problem all my life. People had been doing things for me and I am not only expecting it. I was ungrateful and resentful they didn't do more. Why should I help others when they were supposed to help me? If others had trouble, didn't they deserve them? I was filled with self-pity, anger, and resentment. Then I learned that by helping others with no thought of return, I could overcome this obsession with selfishness. And if I understood humility, I would know peace and serenity. No longer do I need to drink. And that's what we're doing, folks. We're sharing our lives with each other. I'm sharing your life with me, and you're sharing yours with mine as you think about the ideas, concepts, and uh, blueprint that we talk about. Stay sober. Stay grateful. Write down your goals, where you want to be in three years from now and five years. How How do you want your life to be? Raise them up and give them over to God, your creator. He will make it come to pass. I promise. Amen. And it's His will. Anything that's good, anything that's fun, anything that progress our enthusiasm to help others, to help others. All right, let's go ahead and pray out, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working.